Hey everybody, welcome to Cars and Health Bars. I hope everybody had a great Christmas and a soon-to-be happy new year. We want to kick off the last episode of 2022 with a hot topic, and I know Jordan is foaming at the mouth to address this topic. Jordan, what's the deal with V6 muscle cars and their community? Listen, I'm fine with people owning a V6 muscle car and driving it. When it comes to the mods that I see on a lot of them and the talk I see online, it really blows my mind how these V6 guys can even, like, try and compete with most people. I mean, there's just not a lot of aftermarket support for these V6 engines. I mean, sure, there's, like, rip superchargers for the V6 Pentstar, and there's, like, Huron turbo kits, I think, for the 5th Gen V6 Camaro. But... I mean, the money you sink into those could easily have went into a stock bottom end LS or Coyote or 5.7 Hemi. What beefs do you have with the guys that say that they can get equal amount of power with mods and save on gas mileage? I mean, the saving on gas mileage thing is total BS if you're really going for big power. Now, if you're pushing 400 out of a turboed engine and you're not in the pedal a lot, yeah, like a turbo 4, you could get like 30 to the gallon whenever you got these v6 muscle cars and the like i'm getting better mile per gallon when you're racing man you're dumping gas thing either way and to make big power the v6 rounds dump more gas than a v8 would so and i mean like too a, a v6 was not designed to handle all this aftermarket support and everything and it's like yeah, i like a lot of blocks really can't handle the power that people say they're gonna push I, I know there was a video I watched years ago about, I think it was probably a Challenger or Charger who had a, a V6 that was, you know, supposedly a scat killer or, you know, whatever. And he was like, yeah, you know, he was listing off his mods and one of his mods was he was on engine number two. Like, no kidding, man. You keep blowing them up because it's not meant to handle that much power. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of engines that can't handle power the sixth generation four banger camaros the i think it's a two liter turbo we had one and i can't remember what mods he did but it wasn't a lot it was like maybe a downpipe and e85 but i remember we just turned the timing up a little bit and dude that engine blew up like a week or two later it just we maybe it was a Maybe the engine had an issue we didn't see because we just tuned the car, but yeah, I mean it's just I mean, that's it's not it's not realistic, and I mean even before we get super deep into it, I mean there's nothing wrong with owning a V6 muscle car, but it's the people that want to say, oh, I'll gap your V8 any day of the week after some mods, and it, it's it's those people that we beef with, and it's it's just they. They just need to understand what they have. I had a V6 muscle car. I, you know, to to say that it's it's fun and it has power. I mean, to to somebody who has been driving, you know, my f vehicle before that was a Chevy Colorado. Absolutely, a V6 uh, muscle car does have power. But I'll, I can tell you from experience, going from a V6 Camaro to a V8 Camaro, there's there's a gap there that. Uh, if you're if you're talking about how much you love your v6 you need to go find a friend who don't care that you drive his car or go to like a test drive lot or something you got to find some way to get in a v8 and figure out that there it's there's not there's no there's no difference as far as there, you can't argue that yeah absolutely agree and 
Another thing with the V6 platforms is usually have weaker differentials, possibly weaker transmissions, and that's just more money you end up having to spend on the long run. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they weren't built to... I mean, as people... Even some people say, oh, well, that's fine. I'll just swap. I'll V8 swap it. Like, they don't understand that all the other components are not the same. Like, you're you're not going to... Yeah, it's not that like simple. Suspension and possibly even ECM on your cars. I mean, uh, those cars, not so much because they usually do the same ECU, but there's a lot of parts that people don't think about and you might have to get like a different radiator and radiator shroud or just like relocation kits for stuff and different bracket. Like there's so much that you gotta do. What are some of the dumb mods you see on these V6 cars that just are the most laughable in your opinion? There's one that always comes to mind first, and I, I really hate this mod. I don't understand why there's any support for it, because it has no purpose other than you're just, like, lazy. And it's the pedal commander. I see a lot on V6 Mopars, especially. I've seen it. I test drove a Camaro, like a 14 Camaro SS, and it had one. And he didn't turn it off, and quarter throttle is full open on the throttle body like so it's just taking the workout like if you want full throttle just push the pedal all the way down don't have a pedal commander and drive around thinking your car is fast when it's just doing the work for you it's not making your car any faster it's not tuning anything do you think the reason that they get so many sales is because a lot of the people like myself whenever you get a v6 muscle car it's probably your first performance car when you're looking for modifications, that's pretty much what they shove in your face. More power, more throttle yeah, response. It's If you really like have no experience with anything cars, like you don't know much about how engines work or just anything with cars, it's, it's hard to understand how some mods like that, like how adver the advertising can really confuse people who don't know because how are they to know? I mean... You can shit on people for stuff like that, but it's put yourself in their shoes. If you didn't have a dad growing up or something, you just never were around cars. I mean, it's no one's going to teach you unless maybe you got an uncle or brother, you know. Yeah, I mean, most of what I'm learning has been through you and you know uh, other other people. But uh, I'm I was definitely late to the car game, still learning. And like I said, I fell victim to the. I didn't go as far as buy a pedal commander, but you know there was definitely dumb mods that I bought for my V6 Camaro. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm not bought dumb mods. I think cheap mods, too, can kind of fall into talking to this, too, is cheap mods, I consider dumb mods if they're bad quality, bad fitment, etc. I mean, I bought Amazon headers for my Fitch and Camaro. And, yeah, I could have hammered them and made them fit. I didn't. But if I would have spent maybe $600 versus the 200 I spent, I would have had... Uh, headers and x-pipe not just headers and they would have fit perfectly yeah i, I completely agree so uh, <laughs> if you want to address the community as far as uh what it's like seeing these guys that are uh arguing that their their car is more power and and it's not worth it to spend all the money on a stock v8 you know I'd say it's hard to argue that it's don't spend money on a stock V8. I mean, you look at the Fitch and Camaro, and I'm only using this as an example because I'm very familiar with the platform. Not because I own it or I'm biased to Chevy, but 
You take an entry-level V8 car with an LS3. This thing's already high compression, good flowing heads. You put a cam in it, and you're gaining, depending on the cam, a hundred horsepower. That's and for like a thousand bucks, that's that's a really good investment if you're trying to go big power. So. Oh yeah, I it's mean, hard to argue anymore, especially with uh with the age that the fifth gens are getting. They are they're getting like I mean, you can pick one up for a little over ten grand. I mean, if you find one with a rebuilt title, maybe even less than that if it's got high miles, and you just can't argue that because if you buy if you buy a six gen V six, you're probably going to spend more than you can get out of steel on a V on a V eight fifth gen for you know. Yeah, absolutely. You could probably get a six gen like one LE ecotech for as much as a fifth gen zl1 and the zl1's a great entry level car if you're like able to handle the power and have it decent if you're able to control yourself and not just have the pedal to the floor the whole time you know if you're on a track that is i feel like some people end up getting a v6 uh muscle car and uh just after they get into the cars, they feel like they just have to defend their car because they, they've made the mistake. They know if they had just shopped around a little bit or, you know, a lot of people get V6s at dealerships because, you know, you if, if you're buying a V8 at a dealership, it either has high miles or you've got ungodly credit because they are really, really expensive at dealerships. But if you shop around on Facebook Marketplace, save up some money in the bank and actually drop it on that, you could get so many good deals. I know after I got my V6, uh, one of our good friends uh, messaged me a screenshot like a week later of a fifth gen for the exact same price I paid for uh, my V6 fifth gen, and man, I was sick to my stomach. It's like if I if I just Caro seats, right? Huh? That one was a one LE with the Caro seats too, right? Uh, I believe so. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess yeah, there was two. That's of them. absolute steal because those are Caros are worth more than like some V6, like more than like your dailies worth just for the seats. Oh yeah, I mean they're, they're going up too because they're starting to get harder and harder to find, and it's it, the ones you do find are super marked up because they know what they have and they know that the one LEs are starting to fade out because everybody's holding on to them. They know what they have, and you don't see that with the V sixes at all. That's why I'm I was big on the V six community. I mean, there's just no options on the cars. Like, I, I mean, I think I had the highest package of V six, and that was just an RS, and I think all you got was paddle shifters. I don't even think. Well, there's probably a V6 package that came with leather seats. If there is, I'm unaware, but I'm sure there, there is. is one. Yeah. Doris should come with that and HRD headlights. Oh, well, I got cheated out on the leather seats then. I just had the cloth, but I at least had the paddle shifter and the HID halos. Yeah, I mean... Another thing I just like about the V6 guys is their claim on that fuel economy. Like, I don't know, that's... Like, I don't think people understand when your engine is at max acceleration, throttle body's all the way open, you're maxing your injectors out, or you know, you're you're giving as much as the engine to you can, like that's dumping fuel, man. Like if you were to reset your fuel economy and do a pull and a fitch in V eight versus V six I don't think you're going to see much difference in fuel economy for those pulls. Absolutely not, and that's that's the hill they die on too, and they don't understand that. Like, and I would argue more you're having to use you're not you're not getting as much power, and it's like uh, I the, you're getting the same fuel economy because you're flooring it. You're getting like no miles to the gallon, and you're not you're Absolutely. not getting anywhere near the same amount of power. It's like it's a terrible trade off. Yeah, like maybe you don't have to put ninety three in, so fuel's cheaper. But at the end of the day, you're still burning through the same amount whether it's 93 or 
There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with you know saying, "Hey, I've got a V6," but while running around saying, "Man, it's fast, it's going to gap everything." That's yeah. that's what we take uh, issue with. It's like, I really don't like the V6s with the straight piped exhausts that run around just like crackle tune, verbal tune. I was. You see that a lot with the V6 community too. It's really crazy how like these pointless mods are only in the low options like cars. That was another. That was going to be my next point. Was like they how they'll also die on the hill. That how how great it sounds. It sounds like a Lambo, you know. Like, oh, yeah. nah. And I, I I'll relate this to something that happened recently. I was just you know shopping on Marketplace, uh, and uh, I saw a six or a, yeah, it was a six gen V six must or Camaro, and uh, he said it sounds good AF, and like people were roasting him in the comments and. Some guy goes, man, you don't know what you're talking about. He said, I've he the owner of the V6. He said, I've got a C7. It sounds just as good as my C7. I was like, dude, you need to have your C7 taken no from way, you. Dude. That's what I'm saying. Like the somebody, C7 is a great car. Like I'd sell the shitbox V6 too. I I mean, even him saying it sound. I don't know if he was trying to make his car sound or sell a little bit better. I don't know, but you cannot just you cannot compare. A C7 and a V6 Camaro, and say they sound just as good as each other. That is like, nah, absolutely not. Uh, C7 is a great sounding car out the box. They have a great exhaust. I yeah, and that, again, that's just another hill that they die on. They just say how good it sounds in a crackle tune, and and yeah, the crackle tunes really. I'm not a fan of like. I don't hate people for it, but it's the most obnoxious thing ever. I'd rather hear a straight pipe car any day than people crackle tuning next to my house. Crackle Tune's the same guy that's going to say he's going to gap you if you come out, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> they're like, I got a buddy who'll gap you. He's got a V6 with twin turbos. I only seen one V6 Mustang. Like, that was fast. And it was a twin turbo car. How much issue do you take with up badged V6s? I have a lot of issue <laughs> with that. Like, if you're, that's like flexing fake chains and stuff, man. Like, just grow up. Like, it. If you're really that insecure about what car you own, why are you even like? Why do you not sell it? I mean, it's it's just it's kind of it's it's a little pathetic. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It's it's a little pathetic. It's like, like you said, get rid of it, man. If you're if you're that insecure that you gotta fake it, man, just. And I mean, yeah, don't fake it till you make it. Just save up your money. Be ex- smart. Exactly. If you can afford the V6 car, you can eventually afford the V8 usually not that too far in price unless it's a brand new model car exactly and like i said if you're if you're hung up on a certain generation like you're hung up on a v6 uh six gen you're you're gonna have to i mean you're gonna have to just get the fifth gen yeah you're just gonna have to get get the fortune i mean just go back look i mean maybe you don't like the body as much but if you're looking to get power and you can't afford the V8 version of the car, how can you afford to mod the V6? Because you know you're going to be making payments on it. And if you're... It costs if, more than the, v, the last generation car, and your insurance is probably going to be higher too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I can attest to that personally. You're, they. It doesn't matter. It. It's funny too because uh, I went from V6 to V8 with uh, full full knowledge that my insurance was going to go up they they actually for my insurance carrier they didn't care they actually it actually went down like 20 bucks for whatever reason but it's a sports car it's going to cost you money that's what they look at they look at the sports car aspect so your insurance is probably going to be the same 
but save your money. You you can very easily get a hold of a V8, and if you're hung up on a generation, just save your money. It's not that it's not that we're not going to keep having six gen Camaros. We're eventually going to get to that next generation. They've been out for however long. Well, they're 2016. actually discontinuing them, but I did not hear that. I'm, yeah, next year they are discontinuing. Well, so. regardless, they're they're getting older. Shelf life is going to go up, just like every car. But look, I mean, it's like the S550 saying Everyone loves the S550, but a lot of people can't afford them because they're still relatively new, especially the Gen 3 cars. And now that the S7, or my bad, 650 is coming out, I do expect to see prices drop for the S550. Yeah. It's just like it, all you have to do is wait, and it's 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 just a waiting game. I mean, look at like, yeah, absolutely. You can Save get your a, money. I mean, life isn't like going to be over in a few years. Hopefully, for you know, hopefully you don't get no bad accidents. But if you want to be in the car community, just go to the meets in your daily, and you know, talk to some of the people, get their like, see what their experiences are. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, even just go to car meets because sometimes people have their cars for sale there. And I mean, it's yeah absolutely that that's that's a great place to find a deal talk to a guy about his build get an idea of you know what like i said there's sales there and definitely facebook marketplace is a great place if you have the brain cells to deal with the sellers on there it is a great place to find deals if you get lucky but you have to keep in mind you're probably buying someone else's problem or i would say it's you're a little bit safer buying a v8 because a lot of people just get rid of them because they either have a family they just found out they're going to be a family or they're selling it because they can't keep up with the gas prices. So I would say you're a little safer buying a V8 as opposed to myself. I'm looking for a gas saving uh, import. So a lot of people just burn up the clutches and just kind of abuse, abuse them to their full extent and they can't handle it as much as a, you know, a LS can. I'd say honestly, a stick shift VA car is easier to drive than a stick shift V6 car just because you have the added torque of the V8. So it's going to make it a better driving experience too. Like heavier, heavier flywheel, bigger engine. It's just going to make more torque. It's going to be an easier driving experience in the stick shift cars. Yeah. So on the topic, and usually the base uh, V8 cars, they can handle more power than they are rated for from factory. Oh yeah, uh, out out of out of the uh, V6 communities of the Mopar guys, the Camaro guys, the Ford guys, who 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 do you take the most uh, problem with? Who who do you see being out here wilding out the most, especially at like car meets? And you know we see these videos of Detroit shutdowns, like shutting down the streets. Honestly, that is a really hard question. I'll tell you what I don't see the most of, and maybe it's just because locally I don't see them, but. I definitely don't see as many V6 Camaros that are riced out. Not to say I haven't. I definitely have seen some. Um, and it's like a tie between Ford and Dodge on this. Now. I really don't like the Dodge guys. They are the worst. But I see so many of the Mustang guys. And I got... Me and Tyler got beef with a Mustang boy from Bowling Green. V6 <laughs> dude. He upbatched his car and everything. Oh. He said he raced for me for pinks and never showed up. So I got experience with these Mustang guys. And I got to say that I think... They're my least favorite, I think. Dude, somebody talked him out of it last minute. Like, hey, man, you, you seriously are about to lose your car. And he's like, uh. He shows up to Ford Fest, and he's not popping his hood, but he's claiming his Tahoe. <laughs> he's got the badges. And you hear the car when he eventually leaves. And 
He won't. He won't race you either. Like, cause Tyler had a Mark Four golf, or not Mark Four, Mark Six golf, and he wouldn't even race it. Like, if you're gonna say it, like all these V Six guys be saying stuff, but they never have the. It's all bark, no bite, pretty much. Oh yeah, I mean, you see it all the time. Well, I in the bigger city car meets, it's the Mopar boys I see that are spinning donuts and like taking out yeah, people, I agree. <laughs> especially. Especially like the northern cities, they get wild. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like it's a combination of the uh, people standing trying to literally get video right up on the rim, like getting hit, and also them yeah. just balling out, not even caring. You're like, well, if you're taking video, you're in my way. I think a absolutely. lot of people focus too much on the Mustangs. They need to look at these Dodge boys for a minute. And like I said, they're yeah, they well, might. I- the V6 community, I ain't seeing... The Dodgers ain't taking over, but if you want to talk about the V8s for a second, the V8 Mopars have become the crowd killers, not the Mustang <laughs> anymore. It's because everybody and their mama can buy a Hemi Charger, like, you know. I mean, I don't like a Hemi Charger. It's a decent platform, but... It seems like the biggest goofballs are buying them. cheap, like these X-Cop cars or... Oh, yeah. You know, just like auction cars. And they'd be sliding them. And that's why you see so many shitty chargers on the road for sale. Yeah. You know, I, I will loop back to it. I, I do agree. I do not see hardly any uh, V6 Camaros, at least in our area. It's just... Uh, yeah, it, I, I don't know why, but I just don't see many. Like I said, I see them, but I don't see them riced out. I see, like, you know, a, yeah. a mom driving to, you know, whatever work. Yeah. There's a lot of people, a lot of people just use them as daily drivers, and, you know, that's a... There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, it's... Be for that. You got, you got that look of a Camaro. Granted, you're, if you're a car enthusiast, you do notice the key differences, mail slot, vents, you know, small little details that uh, the V8, V6 do and don't have. But, I mean, you still, to the normal eye, you're like, dang, she she daily in a Camaro. That's nice. Like, And you're not still, being an idiot I mean, with it, too. usually still look good. And if you hear a stock SS and a stock RS, like, as, as long as they have their stock exhaust, I mean, as long as they're not getting on it, you can't hear a difference unless you're right up on it. Yeah, they're usually pretty quiet, most of the base model cars. Especially the briefcase 6th gen. Yeah, absolutely. That exhaust is awful I, if you don't get the 1LE you know you're that's another no idea how big that muffler was until until you pointed it out and I'm like dang that really is the length of the car it is a briefcase <laughs> it's more like a go-kart case the V6 Fitchens too they're stock exhauster I mean the SS is about that big too oh I know I've, I've got two mufflers from mine in my barn because you know I was all about that had to have that have that rude awakening yeah it's just it seems like a good idea and then you realize man i'm just kind of a drawing attention to myself being a goofball i kind of want to touch on the subject too it's not just the v6 muscle cars but like base cars like people in altimas and maximas like the the daily driver cars that were never engineered for performance those people really aggravate me too because they're just out there to prove nothing. I don't know what they think they are proving by throwing decals on these cars, spoilers, straight pipe, uh, louvers, air intake, yeah, louvers. I mean, <laughs> eBay wing, tinted headlights. I mean, you name it. All these mods are like 
They can be tasteful if done right, but people do too much is the problem. Uh, I think that's something the V6 community gets really bad is the mods. is They're not doing the wrong mods. They're doing too much of one mod. Yeah, and it's like, for me especially, whenever I... I... I was like, okay, so I've added these small power at, you know, supposed to be power adders to my V6. You know, I want to, I want to start doing stuff to the engine. So that's, I started looking at headers, and I realized that's an aluminum block. You, you know, can't, can't go that route. And I'm like, well, you know, I started looking at other stuff, and it's just not worth modifying the engine just because there's not aftermarket support. Not only that, but you're spending thousands of dollars whenever, like you said, you could have just put that in the piggy bank and got a fit in. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people and don't realize that, when... huh? And usually when you buy the V8 car, it's got more aftermarket support, so prices are cheaper for the same parts. Yeah. And whenever you start getting into building these V8s, you realize that, like, there's there's so much more power to gain whenever you... I mean, get definitely get the bolt-ons, but there's so much more power in the heart whenever you start putting money into that block, whenever you start putting a cam in it, whenever you start boring everything out. There's, there's so much more power than just, oh, you know... Let's get this K and N cold air intake. Let's get plus three horsepower. You know that's like <laughs> that ain't nothing. Yeah, and like pointless mods like coils when you don't need coils. A stock LS coil is like good for I don't know how much horsepower, but how many people do you see rocking MSD coils on every LS that they just don't need? Like it's a waste of money. And V6 guys love to do that too. They love to buy the pointless coils and plug wires. I'm not saying don't buy good plugs, good quality parts, but. When you don't need upgrades, don't buy them. Buy, if you're really seeking power, buy what will gain you the most with minimal sacrifice to drivability. Yeah, it, I mean, just... Honestly, if you are dead set on sticking with a V6 and you want it to be fast, I mean, wor worst case scenario, just start removing like some seats and stuff. You know, any little bit's yeah, going to help you. <laughs> Weight reduction is always going to be great. I don't care what car it is. That's less weight is more time like it's faster that's just how it is that's that's why you see all these guys getting their cars out and i mean i'm not saying go that yeah, far I mean, huh i go to honda will absolutely stop most cars like i'm not saying I'm do this. gutted turbo shitbox honda and it just blows my mind like if you really want cheap out don't get the va car get it like a shitty civic and turbo it oh for sure and i mean you get so much more respect like that and i mean like everybody yeah, loves especially if you build your car too Everyone loves people who build their cars because that's someone who, granted, they may not know much. Like, when I first started building engines and stuff, I didn't know about them. I just reverse engineered them, you know? Like, you just learn. And I think people respect that when you go hands-on and do something yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was the whole reason I got my project car. I I paid I paid a tuning shop to build my whole entire fifth gen, basically. And I'm like, you know what? I want to turn the wrench. I want to do this. I want to see what the inner workings are. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... And that'll that's save you I, money, too. So, you know, if you can't afford the V8 car, again, the cheaper car and doing the work yourself, that's saving you a lot of money. If you are going to go that route, I highly recommend you have an extra car because that that way you have that added buffer of, man, if I put this on wrong, if it, if it blows up after, you know, the first first drag, you know, drag down the drag strip, I, I'm okay with that because it just gives me another chance to tear into it. I'm not out of vehicle. So definitely... I do not recommend tearing into your person, your daily driver. That's just that's just a terrible idea. It's very obvious, but and to anyone that's going to do that, such as myself right now, I can give you some advice. Make sure you have spare parts, spare differentials, spare engine blocks, spare heads. I mean, whatever you, 
if you're replacing it, just keep the old parts. Yeah, it, it's it's good to have a parts shelf for sure. Any anything, I mean, it 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 is a good way to make money is to after you take something off, put it on marketplace, get some of your money back. But it's also a fantastic idea to hold on to it just in case that part don't work or you have issues Absolutely. with it. I I would wait at least like two or three months of driving with a new set of heads and stuff or something that might be t like if you're pushing your power level for your block and it you know could break or just whatever like anything that you're worried about just take your time like there's no rush unless you absolutely need the money don't sell the parts Oh, for sure. Well, let's hop off this and jump into our gaming topic. So, uh, sir I, I come up with the idea of not hitting the same genre of game topics every single time. So, I wanted to jump into GTA 5, or GTA is a franchise. It's uh, something that uh, we can definitely hit on pretty hard. So, we'll probably just go ahead and start with Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto 5 and uh, start from there. Uh... yeah We loved it, man. It was like that game was so awesome. I mean, from even from three sixty to I think one. I think everyone can agree with that. Everyone has played GTA Five. I mean, it was such a success. The, the what I whenever I seen an issue with it is whenever they started adding all these crazy military vehicles, like the flying the flying motorcycle killed it for me. That was too much, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like they just, Um. they just, I, I would almost say they ruined the public lobbies on that game because if you didn't have that, you were either going to get spam killed or like some guy was just going to terrorize you the whole game. Like it, it's very, Absolutely, very frustrating. they made they made it too hard for people to. So they kept adding content and making the money making methods to buy the new content with. It was pretty much made in a way where you would have to play a majority of your free time on that game if you wanted to unlock something without paying. Or And you have the other route, that's which my is biggest grief with GTA Five. the other route that is uh, getting the shark cards. And I mean, it's like a lot, a lot of people do it. Like it's, that's just like the meta, especially whenever they go on sale, I'm guilty of it. I've done it. You know, it's just, that's, I think everyone's done it. and it's just like, there's no telling how much money they made off these shark cards because that's what people do, man. They just get these shark cards and cause nobody wants to grind and, It kind of sucks because my favorite thing about GTA 5 other than just screwing around on free roam was the heist, man. They were so challenging, so fun. It kind of sucked that you had to have four people. You couldn't just have a bot because, I mean, there's I'm sure there's plenty of times where me and you would have grinded if it was just me and you and two bots. Yeah, we absolutely could have done the no dying challenge on the first Oh, uh, man. heist. And that that was that was so much fun, of course, up until the, you know, <laughs> the demise of Yeah, us, but the it... very end. It, and man we had a strategy down for uh, we practiced it was like that was so legit and if i could go back and and enjoy that time of our lives that would just that was so much fun for sure. That was one of the funnest like times gaming like. Any game like GTA 5 where you can play with a lot of friends is always fun. and everybody has their role everybody knows where to be when to be there and it's like all the puzzle pieces fit together it feels so rewarding whenever that heist is over and you I'd say a lot of people don't know what that's like. I I had that I had that set up down. It's it's just it's so it's so reminiscent of like actually playing with a group of buddies that you you mesh with really good and it's man Absolutely. it And if you don't have friends to play with, I would highly recommend going on Discord or something and finding someone to play with. oh yeah man it's like that's 
if like I said, if you haven't, it's awesome. And especially if you really want to take it to the extreme, do what we did and do the Criminal Masterminds No Deaths Challenge. It is it's not as hard as you think if you do your research and because uh, there's plenty of videos on how to do it without if dying. If you have played the heist before, then I would recommend not going for it first time. I would recommend just going through and kind of learning the mechanics of the heist, learning what you actually need to do because a lot of people don't really pay attention to what they're doing when they game. They're just kind of on autopilot like their brain is. Yeah, and that's that's a good way to good way to die. And and the uh, if if you really want to know uh, the criminal masterminds heist, whenever we say no dying, that means throughout the whole entire all the heists. So if you get all the way to the last heist Five like heists. we did, you're you die. You're you've got to start all over again. Not just that heist. That's you got to start at the very very beginning, the two man heist. That's about thirty missions without dying, roughly, because it's five heists about. Four to five missions every heist to for the setups. So I'd say it to it'd probably take if you take it slow and do it right. I said it'd probably take about every bit eighteen hours. Two days. <laughs> it took us two days, like two full days of grinding in high school. Like you know, in high school and on the weekends, if no one worked, you know, you'd play all day, and that, it took us the whole weekend. Man, dying at like four and, or five a.m. Yeah, I that gotta, was... I gotta, I gotta mention how we died because this, this was a heartbreaker because I. I really did my research on the heist. I'd already done and so much. It was probably one it. of the easiest setups in that whole. It was. It was the easiest setup by far. It was the easiest heist of the whole entire. The one with Trevor, and yep. we were on the very final setup where you gotta go over the bridge and there's the convoy with the insurgents, and I had it set up where the helicopter that spawns when the convoy gets there would be sniped by me and someone else, and the other person then joined. And the helicopter has a very low chance of actually killing anything because its AI is horrible. And it flies from it so, just so far happened, away. It got me. It got me. And it was like one or two shots from going down. Uh, that just shows you if, if one person isn't in their specific place. And that's where I became guilty job. of buying a shark card. <laughs> yeah. We missed out on all that money. Just defeat. A defeat by... That was the absolute worst, like, I've felt in a while. Yeah, and I mean, it, it kind of sucks to see the game ruined, but I mean, it. we can't say that it didn't live a lifespan, because it definitely did. We're coming up on, like, yeah. who knows how many years, like... It's, I, it's a dying game, for sure. Yeah. I think, I think the RP and stuff has done a great thing for it, but the game overall is still dying. The player base is like just in a total decline yeah hitting on that you you often say you refuse to play rp why is that i never got into your beef with i have RP. Is, i have issues with loading the map for some reason oh sure okay what it is i don't know if it's it's got to be an issue on my end i, I just don't understand because my ping is good to the servers but i just can't load the map and i, I don't was... know it's it's like I have good frames on GTA 5 online or story, but on RP, not as much. I will say the RP servers, a lot of them, I, I even have problems, and I've got a fairly updated PC, and it's just, some of them just, I don't yeah. know, there's just too much going on. I think I think it's just the mods and the optimization of them, and it, I don't know, it's it's got to be something like that, because I don't, I don't have issues on my new build, and on, my original build was meant for GTA 5 when it came out. Yeah, and 
Oh, speaking of GTA as a franchise, I'd like to go back to GTA 4, which I think is one of the best GTA games to ever come out. I think it was really good for its time. Man, that game could not have been a simpler game. Like Absolutely. It, was... it, it had its identity, and it stuck, it stuck with it. I don't even remember if there was ranks on there. It was just it was just a sandbox, man. Get on there and have fun and there was missions. Yeah, but absolutely. Man, that and there was no but, way there was no way any player could be better than the other. I mean, yeah, a guy can beat you to the annihilator, but I mean still he he dies, it's back there ready for somebody else. There's no way to be better than yeah. somebody else. It's all just like I, and good fun. I remember the racing lobbies and stuff on there. They seemed more active. I remember when GTA five came out, they were active, but about a year or two after they had pretty much died uh even like cops and robbers game mode that was super super fun like yeah absolutely everything and stuff on... like that on gta 5 just isn't active like the race is still i think you still find people but a lot of the other game modes are really hard to find people on at least on pc i'm not i can't speak on console well when we were on console i remember one of the last game modes that we got really into was uh the slasher you know? Oh, oh yeah, yeah slasher and slasher. yeah i think they came out about the same time but we we really got into that that was a lot of fun even slasher then, is super fun i recommend it i felt like we had sometimes sometimes we did have trouble finding sumo lobbies even whenever it first came out it's just a lot of people just want to free roam on that game yeah and all the problem i have with it is all the missions you have to do in the open lobbies you can't even do them in private lobbies yeah and it's just such an invitation for griefing. It's like they know, like, I'm fine with competitive, like, fighting for money online or whatever, like, in GTA. But it's like you're too easy of a target because people are already going to target you either way. So whenever they put the bounty on your head with you got cargo to deliver, it's just, it's made for you to waste all your time and want to buy short cards. Yeah, and even like you said, it doesn't even matter if you do have a bounty, like, I'd say six or seven times out of ten, if you drive past somebody, they'll probably kill you for no reason just because there's a dot coming close to them. That's just the way people yeah. are on there. Uh, when I remember when GTA Five first came out, I like when it first came out, I got it, and I was into PvP really hard, and I would always go to the airport because everyone would go there when the game first came out, and I would just snipe everyone. <laughs> And I remember getting, like, the last camo on the heavy sniper. Like, I just leveled up so fast from killing people, I remember. Trying to play Call of Duty on, on GTA. Yeah, I was. Camo I challenge. Had, I had a crazy KD, dude. <laughs> and on my on my account before I eventually modded on it because I got bored, I was level 300 and, like, 15 legit. Oh, yeah, that is right. Yeah, I, like, I played GTA a lot. I've. I got a lot of time on that game. I know it really well. Speaking of its launch, we were talking about launches in last episode. I all I really remember on GTA V's launch was like a few really small, like silly stuff, like money glitches and like uh, car glitches with you know like duplicating cars. Like, yeah, the car glitches are always fun. There, there was really nothing that made the game like we were talking about Battlefield like unplayable or like desync issues like it. Yeah, and I mean it was on last gen console, so it. And I think when it went to next gen, they did a great job of integrating that and making it 
like better graphics and it's still a good frame rate i feel like that's the trade-off of getting a franchise that actually has time to like they they don't have deadlines like call of duty does and i'm sure battlefield i mean they they do technically have a deadline because they release a game every other year every two or three years you know because they got to coordinate with battlefront but that that brings me to a question uh for you you know what do you what do you think is going to happen if GTA Six has just like the ungodliest like launch ever, like just like Battlefield twenty forty two? Do you think the fans will just obliterate their franchise because they've taken this long to make another game? So, I don't see GTA Six having a bad launch. Uh, I really can't because they do polish their game a lot before it comes out. But even if it did, I do I don't think it would matter much because I mean. When did GTA 5 come out? 2013, 2012? Like, it's been 10 years, man. People are wanting to... Like, I'm not counting Red Dead, because it's not GTA Universe. Like, it's its own separate Well, Red game. Dead also came out quite a while ago. I think it came out in, like, 2000... Well, I don't want to date it, but I'm... 18? I want to say 19? 16, actually. 16? It might be. I don't. I honestly don't remember. Um... I think Red Dead's a good game, too. I think we could kind of talk on that since it is Rockstar Games. Red Dead 2 came out in 2018. Yeah, it suffers a lot from the same problems GTA has, where it's park cards, but on there, I can't remember what it's called. And I'm I'm not going to lie, I've never even played GTA Online just because I don't want it to be ruined for me, because I love the story mode. Are you talking about Red Dead Online? Yeah. Yeah, I've never actually played Red Dead, but I've seen people talk about the issues, and it's... It's Rockstar we're talking about. I, you, everyone knows how Rockstar is. They want your money. Yeah, they I mean, want your money for EA, their money. I, yeah, like Battlefront. Uh, I don't know. Battlefront had some pretty bad launches, and it almost completely died. I I, I, th- I, I think the like reason EA with Battlefield and Battlefront here lately have really not been doing good. I think the reason that. Uh that they would be okay if they did have a bad launch is because it's a sandbox game. It's not It's not competitive. You're not worried about yeah, messing up your like, stats or getting mad. The only... So, there's sandbox games that have bad launches. I think one we can talk on that's kind of like GTA is Cyberpunk. Everyone was hyped for it. I bet... I think GTA 6 will have more hype, but there's a lot of hype for Cyberpunk, and it has died. Man... If I wish they'd share the analytics on what game had the most refunds because I'm I'm almost sure Cyberpunk it's probably taking the cake. I don't on know. That one. I think No Man's Sky probably does. Like this, that's the two sandbox games that GTA just GTA outdoes them because I've never seen like a really bad GTA launch. GTA's always been pretty polished. Like you said, they just have so much time because they don't have these crazy deadlines to meet. And it's crazy because they are a AAA game and you would expect them to have some sort of deadline. But it's like, man, GTA 6 is like a ghost at this point. Like, nobody knows anything about it from what, you know, we had a leak happen. Well, there was the leaks. Yeah, and I mean, with that one leak, it sounds like the game is a lot farther along than a lot of people have expected. And they just keep that such under wraps. And I, I don't know, I feel like... I feel like GTA 6 is going to announce the game whenever it's super close to development. I'm talking like within the year. A year before. Yeah, a year yeah, within I absolutely the year. see that. It'll probably be like, um, I can't think of it, the big uh, announcements that they have for every platform every year. I can't think of the big event they have. Yeah. But uh, it's it's like like you said the we GTA fans have been thirsting for this game for so long where Call of Duty needs time to you know 
promote their game, get you on board for it. GTA Six would not need that. There will already be people yeah, I on think board. The first week of pre will outsell like the Call of Duty that year. I honestly would not doubt that. Oh yeah, man. It's just it's same thing as Red Dead. Whenever Red Dead came out, man, it blew everybody away because we hadn't had a Red Dead in yeah. a really long time. Rocks- I don't think anyone was expecting that either. No, no, dude, and because the way Red Dead 1 ends, it ends in no cliffhanger at all. Like, Red Dead 1 ends... Yeah. Because Red Dead 2 is a prologue to Red Dead 1, so it's like... Yeah, nobody definitely was not expecting that. I mean, I'm sure some people were expecting Red Dead 2, maybe, but they weren't expecting them to do what they did with the storyline of that game. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anyone could have foresaw that happening. Do you think GTA 6 will live up to the standards of, you know, GTA 5 and all the... Because, I mean... If you look back on yeah, GTAs, there there hasn't... I mean, I would argue that there hasn't been a bad one. GTA has always lived up to this crazy hype, and they've always delivered. Especially yeah, San Andreas, like maybe man. you can argue the first ones aren't good, but... Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you the, could have played those their on a time, They are still... Yeah, they, they're still good for their time. I mean, like, even San Andreas, Rice people City still play in this. GTA 3. San Andreas still still played to this day. I mean, they just they put it on Xbox uh, Game Pass like not that. I mean, about a two a year or two ago, people are still playing that. I redownloaded. I wanted to try it again. I mean, it's game so much repl- replayability. Absolutely, and I think the remasters kind of show that people are wanting GTA content right now. Oh yeah, man, and I I think uh, I hope they at least take note of what happened in GTA Five. That like I think the simplicity yeah, they make of it easier to grind yeah. without like and having a group of people or like because a lot of people don't play with friends all the time and you know if if you're playing solo on gta 5 when it first comes out those missions they're hard to do solo so it's like and i mean even if the they new... could, if they do the same thing i i do see people being mad about it again even the new stuff they added, like, or, well, back whenever we played the new stuff they added, whenever you would export cars and stuff, I mean, Jordan would have to ask me, hey, man, you want to get on? I need some help exporting cars. Like, you can't do that by yourself. Yeah. You're going to get slapped. I it, think it's really hard being a free-to-play player on, like, and free-to-play is in you don't buy that DLC. Yeah, that's another issue I take with it. Like, they they almost bombard you with things to do, and it's, it's like, and you got to have this money to participate. Like, yeah, you know, I wanted to... I had the biker, yeah, biker uh, thing, you know, the it CEO It kind of singles thing. you out, because if one of your friends has uh, an organization and you don't, you're just like, you can't be at the same, like, you can be part of the group, but you can't do everything. You don't make the money. Exactly, and it's like, you feel ob- you feel obligated to buy all this stuff, because, I mean, you're not getting the full value out of the game, kind of. I mean, they're adding all this new content, you don't have access to it, because you either got to grind for it, or you're going to buy shark cards. And at one point, it seemed like they were adding so much new stuff with, like, the bunkers and the CEO. It's like, they were adding stuff faster than you could buy it unless you bought shark cards. Yeah, I mean, it is honestly crazy how much stuff started costing. And it's like, they, they, they strayed too far from the simplicity of Grand Theft Auto. I, uh, You know, buy, being able to buy a house was cool. Everything at launch of GTA was really cool, and the fact that they added new cars was even cooler. But whenever they started adding all these properties and stuff, it's just, it's too much, man. It's too much for Grand Theft Auto. They need to look back at 4 and look how simple it was and, you know... They just need to take notes, and I, I'm really hoping GTA 6 will implement a lot of GTA 5 and take some note from 4 so there's not all this... I, I just, I really hope they don't spam us with DLC, but, you know, this crazy property DLC. It's just too much. Yeah, hopefully they take notes from RP, too. And see I was just about to say that. that. 
yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff, there's like certain RP servers that are even like titled uh, GTA 5, but better. Like, it's still vanilla, but it has a few mods that just improve the game and make like a little bit yeah. of stuff better. I, I think a lot of games could take notes from these modders because these modders, they, they, they do make the game better. They implement stuff Absolutely. that. If people are paying attention to it and participating in it, you need, if as a developer, you need to make your own version so that way you can stay competitive within your own game. And not let your game be run by the modders. You want to run your game. You want to make the money. right? You don't have to make it where people have to buy shark cards, but you can make them play your game and make more people buy your game. Honestly, I would not be surprised one bit if the player count was higher on 5M or RP than it is on the actual base game itself. It would not surprise me in the slightest. On PC, uh, yeah, I absolutely agree. On console, I bet there's still a lot of people on console playing. Yeah, but there's they don't have access to RP. Yeah, but I bet the number of people on console is like double the amount of people on PC. And I think that's the reason a lot of people do like RP, because there isn't shark cards. You have to grind for your money. You have a role to play. And it's like, yeah, you don't have to worry about somebody being better just because they, they got a fatter wallet. You know, it's everybody. Everybody's kind of on the same playing field. You can grind and get your stuff. And, you know, if it's a really well ruled server you don't have people just killing you as soon as they see you and if they do they're probably gonna have comms or you know they're gonna pay for it one way or another absolutely um i think another game that uh kind of follows the rp in a sense and maybe gta could look at is like modded armo is kind of like that or daisy i think that's another sandbox game that they kind of take notes on yeah because GTA RP reminds me a lot of like modded Daisy and stuff where it's like, or especially Arma where it was like in the cities, it was just like GTA RP before it. And I think they also need to add like roles and stuff in game. Like there's quite a few games that have started to do that. And Cyberpunk's kind of done that too. Yeah. And it seems like the people that are the role players that actually do go out like there are some people that take it way, way, way too serious, but it seems like for the most part, they're they're pretty, you know, the rest of the crowd's pretty genuine people. They just, they're they on there to have yeah. a fun time. They're on there to play their role. I mean, most people know that GTA 5 is better than Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a deep wanna, inside do you joke. Tell that? Do you, yeah, do you want to tell that one? No, you know it way better than I do. I just laugh. Okay. <laughs> so, for reference, uh, me and Josh were in high school, and we knew these two people. Uh, they're not bad people. I'm not going to say their names or nothing, but uh, one of them would argue GTA V was better than Five Nights at Freddy's, and the other one would argue the opposite. And it was like comparing apples to oranges. It's just something funny. I thought I'd have to mention it at some point during this. I, I wasn't remember them arguing so much. I wasn't expecting that, but yes, that's. I'm I'm glad you did bring that up. <laughs> You would almost have to know these people to, to really get a good laugh out of it. but uh, you, Yeah, for sure. I, I don't want to hurt no one's feelings. No, here. but you, you you could just imagine uh, imagine just in, in class, before class, just hearing two argue about two polar opposite, like, not even yeah. polar opposite, like, they're just not even the same universe. Yeah, it's like comparing, like, a gaming PC to, like, a microwave. It's, like, two <laughs> different things, bro. <laughs> yeah, basically, yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, man, do you have anything else on the GTA subject? Um, 
I mean, other I than think, it was uh, real, and, and it, it definitely... It, I think people need to stop hounding Rockstar for GTA 6 now that we know they're in development for it. Uh, it's only a matter of time now. Handing them is not going to make it any better. Oh my gosh. Yeah, God, God forbid they release uh, anything that's... Working at a speed shop, I can kind of relate to people waiting on things. Uh, I don't have a problem with... You're excited to get your whatever you're waiting on, whether it's a car, a game, anything. And... I think the best thing to do is just let the people who are working on it that you trust with whatever is just be patient. Let them trust in the process. Let them do what they're doing. Most most developers want to get the game out. They want to make money off the people. I mean, that's that's just what it is. And I'm sure a lot of the developers want to play the game online too. It's not like they're not wanting to do that. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's just to throw it off topic, the Party Animals game we've been waiting for and waiting for and waiting for. It's just uh, as as much as much as we as the consumer want to play their game, check out their work. Uh, we we've just got to let them take their time and release a polished game, or we're gonna have another franchise like Call of Duty Battlefield that are just like giving out sloppy games because that's what you want, you know. Yeah, you, I don't even know if there's leaderboards still on end up too. Like that's pathetic. That and, would not uh, You know, me. GTA will definitely have stats out as soon as it comes. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, GTA Five, man. I mean, literally nothing comes to mind that is like detrimental to the game being very annoying to play. If anything, it had fun glitches like the uh, the swing yeah, set like glitch. Maybe on... online, uh, like when GTA Five first came out, online wasn't there. But again, people waited, and online was good when it first came out. I, I think for a while online was really good until after the heist. I think that's when things kind of started to go overboard. I'm not gonna lie, I completely forgot that it didn't have uh, online from launch. Yeah. yeah, it was like seven months and no online. And the game was still really successful. And uh, recently Call of Duty did that with their last game. Uh, not not that same exact format, but they let us uh, pre-order guys. Play the play. Campaign. Yeah, and it it's so great because it gives you time to enjoy the, the story aspect of the game before you go to your grind, go to your multiplayer. And it's like, because a lot of the times you just you get the new Call of Duty and it's like, all right, I'm going to get on multiplayer, I'm going to start this grind. And if, if you have that barrier that hey man go play the campaign first go enjoy the game for what it is before you yeah. start sweating and something i like that i think gta should do that battlefield did and battlefield didn't do it a lot but whenever you beat the campaign you get certain weapons in battlefield 4 i remember oh yeah I think throughout the whole that, game they should reward the people who have played other parts of the game yeah, I want to say Call of Duty did that with banners and uh, emblems, I want to say. Yeah, but like, I think there should be more content than just that. A know? noticeable reward, yeah. Because, I mean, not everybody yeah. goes through and looks at banners. Especially, and like, uh, beating the game on the hardest difficulty. I think you should get some very good skins for something like that. Oh, or, yeah. Weapon charm, yeah. something. Yeah, a gun variant, like, something. That'd be cool if GTA did, like, a vehicle at the end or something. Or, like, a secret vehicle throughout yeah, the story. Yeah, absolutely. That would be I, th I think that would be dope. Maybe like one that where you're off the radar all the time because you beat the game on the hardest, like, or if you speed run it, you know, like it's just whatever. I, I, they should reward people. You know, stuff like that. it'd be kind that's, of. Oh, that's a very. It's a part of your fan base that doesn't really leave. Oh yeah, and like it'd be really cool to have like a an, a symbol by your name or something. That would be the that'd be awesome if you have like a badge yeah, by your like name. Grand Champion Rocket League. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to go play GTA 5's campaign because I've got the itch now, and it was so good. Uh, well, I just... So who did you kill first? Uh, 
I think Franklin. I, I was pretty crazy about Trevor and uh, Michael. Michael, I just got I got cool rich guy vibes. I got Leonardo DiCaprio vibes from him. I, I just couldn't just give off that vibe. I, I I didn't get as uh, attached to Franklin, but after that, I, I, I can't remember. I'm a Trevor boy. I killed Trevor because I like Franklin's good person. Franklin was as chill as they come, for sure. All right, guys, I want to wish you guys a great New Year's, and we will see you in 2023. Boy.